774 million people around the world today can't read. I think we still allow ourselves to forget the importance of reading way too often. I know, I certainly did. But now, I find reading as important as walking and breathing. Isn't that interesting? We take that first breath, take those first steps, we read those first words, and from then on, we slowly start to take these simple things for granted. I dare to say we are aware that reading is one of the easiest and most effective ways to gain new knowledge. Still, how often do we create time and space to do it? To unlearn old things just as much as to learn new ones, to stay open and to grow, to expand. Remember, knowledge is power and applied knowledge is a superpower. And here lies one of the keys to success, application. Reading is not done to simply store more data. It is that first step towards application and towards success. Would you be surprised if I told you that an average person reads two books per year? And one in four Americans did not read even one book this last year. On the other hand, an average CEO reads four to six books a month. This is one of the biggest reasons for their success. This is what makes them leaders. Now, how can you read a book a week? How many words are in a book anyway? And how many words can I read in one minute? Well, let's look at the data. According to Amazon, a median number of words per book is 64,000. An average person reads about 200 words per minute. Simple math will tell us that is one book in 320 minutes. To accomplish this in seven days, numbers say you would have to read for 45 minutes a day. 45 minutes a day? That is very much doable. An average Netflix episode is 45 to 60 minutes long. But here's the trick. This time simply has to be scheduled on your calendar. Just like a doctor's visit or your workout session, lunch hour is scheduled. Unless it is on your calendar, it simply will not be done. So go ahead and put it on your calendar and take that first step. And also, no cheating. You do not want to be reading in order to fall asleep. You want to be wide awake and alert. So why would I do this, you ask? Well, the idea of downloading decades of knowledge from teachers that have placed this knowledge into their books was very appealing to me. Imagine, you choose your own personal teacher for a week from many of these areas of knowledge, science and philosophy, religion and spirituality, art. Teachers like Marcus Aurelius, Descartes and Freud, names like Arthur Clarke, Stephen King and Tesla, Eckhart Tolle, Dalai Lama or Yogananda, James Joyce or Leonardo da Vinci, your choice, old school or new. Rather than going to my list of 2018 teachers here, you can see all the books by going to sfwalker.com forward slash knowledge. I will tell you the total cost of these books, $729.55. Through books this last year, I've learned from over 50 of the world's brightest minds, truly priceless. Attending a seminar with just one amazing teacher and some of their guests will sometimes cost you $15,000. There's a whole different value there, but $729.55? Now that's a deal. I really wanted to learn about how do we humans function. After my world collapsed and crashed and my illusions were shattered, I wanted to expand from only relying on science as the source of knowledge and open myself to philosophy, to religion and spirituality, to art. I wanted to apply a holistic approach to gaining wisdom from various sources of knowledge. 
I was reminded that teachers are everywhere around us and if we are ready to learn, we do always recognize them. I will tell you one thing, each new book that came to me came in flow and it always gave me answers I was seeking. It is as if someone was looking over me and providing me with exactly what I needed and when. And we both know someone is. It is actually simply magical. So what have I learned? Well, how much time do you have? I'll do my best to keep it short here. The biggest thing I've unlocked was that if I ask and I allow, I will receive. I simply have to make sure that I know how I feel in the present moment. The only limitation ever is the one I set in my mind, so I've learned I have to be the gardener of my mind. I've accepted that self-control is strength, that right thought is mastery, and that calmness is truly power. I've learned that in life, a lot of people know what to do, but very few people actually do what they know. So I took a good, long look in the mirror and I asked, who are you? Who do you want to be? And in order to answer this, I had to take responsibility. I had to take charge of my life. I have a choice and I've realized it's not about what I have or who I am or where I am or even about what I'm doing that makes me happy or unhappy. It is all about what I think about it. This piece was crucial. It was critical. I most certainly make mistakes. However, mistakes don't make me. So belief in myself started to skyrocket. After all, in the inner courtroom of my mind, mine is the only judgment that counts. What I've learned is that if I relax, observe and listen, I can exercise a choice to simply be and not engage. It is what it is. I can accept it. I can harvest the good and I can most importantly forgive the rest. This is how I affect my past, my present and my future. One of the biggest things that I've discovered was that words are spells and I simply have to be impeccable with my words and not to take anything personally. I've learned never to make assumptions. I can always do my best and if I react, I lose control. However, if I respond, I am free. I was reminded once again that simplicity is the key. I've learned again to slow down and to simply be. Powerful conversations, they do create powerful relationships. And repetition, repetition, repetition. It was one thing that was constant every week, every day, every moment. Consistency and persistence. And through these, I've discovered the key to creating anything in life. Awareness want, decision, commitment, accountability, focus, discipline, and visioning. This is your magic formula. Daily routine and repetition create your reality. They create your life. So I have a question for you. What is your daily routine and how is it serving you? And nothing in life is as important as you think it is while you're thinking about it. I've unlearned to compare myself to who someone else is today and I've learned to compare myself to who I was yesterday. I've unlearned to focus on all the things I truly cannot control and I've learned there are things I always can control. Thoughts I think, images I visualize and actions I take. I can always see clarity, I can generate energy, I can create necessity, I can increase productivity and develop influence and I can demonstrate courage. Thanks to reading, I've learned that in order to get to the right answer, I have to come up with the right question. I started asking myself some of these questions. Where is your knowledge coming from? 
What do you eat? How's this working out for you? I started to listen to my intuition, to love my body. I finally understood this is my home, this is my temple. What I've learned is that when we become too focused on what is going on around us, we lose touch with what is going on deep inside of us. I've unlearned to instantly run from the dark, run from the negative, to hide. And I started asking, is your dark side controlling you or are you controlling your dark side? I started to tell myself, trust yourself, decide, be relentless. I was also reminded beautifully that falling in love is not by choice, but staying in love is. So now I keep my love tank full by choice. And most important lesson I've learned was to let go of my personality's reactions of like and dislike. I really had to unlearn this one. I actually can't allow for the complete message to be created. It is in my mind, the whole network. I don't have to just simply buy into the reactionary like or dislike story from the storyteller inside the head brain. I was able to break free from the emotions I have memorized, which have become my personality. To change my life, I've changed the beliefs about the nature of reality. I understood the concept. A new personality creates a new personal reality. So how can we all be better humans? You know, save the planet. Well, we can all be more H helpful, U understanding, M mindful, A amusing, and N nurturing, human. And present moment awareness, be in the present. Never give up, be afraid, but do fear less and please, get some sleep. Sleep is the single most effective thing we can do to rest our brain and our body and bring it health each and every single day. Mother Nature's best effort yet contra death. And in the end, do not believe anything I or anyone else tells you about something as individual as nutrition, diet and health. Instead, do your diligence, be responsible. To love both the invisible God, repository of all virtues and the visible man apparently possessed of none is often baffling in a research soon exposes unity in all human minds, stalwart kinship of selfish motive. Your beliefs become your thoughts, your thoughts become your words, and your words become your actions. Your actions become your habits, your habits become your values, and your values, well, they become your destiny. We are all simply energy. And if there's less fascination and satisfaction with the explosion and the release of our energy, then there's more likelihood of transmuting this energy in creative ways. If there is one thing I truly want you to take away from me, it is this. Ask yourself, how much time do I have left here? How many more breaths are meant for me? What makes my life meaningful enough to go on living? It is the questions you cannot answer that are usually far better for you than the answers you cannot question. So read, grow, be your greatest self, Thank you. Love and respect.